Good morning, everyone. My name is Divya Inna. I'm a water technology market analyst at Blue Tech Research. This week on the Blue Tech Tasting Menu, we'll speak to Reese Owen, our editor in chief, about the upcoming intelligence briefing and what's in it. We'll also speak to Luminultra's CEO Pat Whalen about what Luminultra will showcase at the forum, and we'll also catch up with one of our technology assessment group members, Wade Miller, on the topic of industrial water reuse. But first, Luminultra have recently signed up to showcase at the Blue Tech Forum later this year in Dublin. Luminultra's technology is based around monitoring water samples for ATP. Now, ATP is the main energy-carrying chemical for all biological cells and a key indicator for total microorganisms. We have today with us Pat Whalen, president of Luminultra Technologies. Pat, we're very pleased that Luminultra is able to showcase at the forum later this year in Dublin. Certainly, Divya, and thank you again for the opportunity to uh, be able to uh, say a few words to the Blue Tech attendees. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. Luminultra. As a company, has been around for a number of years now and has a technology based around microbial monitoring. So to start off with, can you tell us a little bit about why microbial monitoring is so important? Uh, Luminultra is a company that has been around for in excess of a decade, uh, and our mission has primarily been to educate and help the market solve problems with microorganisms in water. Uh, and all of this starts with understanding that microorganisms will always be present in any type of water, whether it is clean drinking water, uh, dirty wastewater, anything in between, as well as chemical products and, and uh, even oil. Uh, all of these things will contain microorganisms, and there's a number of different uh, impacts that they can have on people and processes and infrastructure, uh, such as uh, health concerns, uh, microbially influenced corrosion, and a variety of other uh, nuisances. Uh, the challenge that we have in industry is that these microorganisms often go uh, either misdiagnosed or they, they simply do not get recognized at all uh, until they have already caused the problems that they can cause. And the primary reason for that is the traditional technologies that have been used, such as culture tests, require days to provide feedback. Uh, on microbial results. Right, and what is it that Luminultra can offer different? Uh, so Luminultra uh, developed a product uh, many years ago based on what is referred to as second-generation ATP technology uh, that can measure all microorganisms in a given water sample or chemical sample uh, and provide results within a matter of minutes. And that's important because uh, the longer that you wait to take action when it comes to microbial problems, uh, the more damage they will cause, uh, and therefore the more costly the problems that they create will become. Uh, so our mission is twofold. One is to uh, educate the market on that exact point, that the sooner you take action, uh, the, the cheaper it will be to solve the problem, or even in a lot of cases avoid problems, uh, and secondly, to understand what are the actual impacts that microorganisms cause. Uh, the health impacts are obvious, but less obvious sometimes are the process and infrastructure impacts that they can cause. Uh, so we sell not only a, a technology for measurement, uh, we also provide along with that technology 
smart uh, decision-driven uh, support tools through software that can help people make the right decisions based on the data that they're presented, as well as educational tools such as our Luminultra Academy uh, education platform that teaches people not only how to apply the products, but also what solutions they can apply uh, based on the feedback that's derived. Fantastic. And Pat, what would Luminultra look to achieve um, from, from Blue Tech Forum? Uh, I would say the, the number one thing would be networking, uh, being able to interact with industry leaders, uh, talk about uh, other people's uh, products and, and uh, solutions that they're offering to market, uh, as well as understanding from those in the end market uh, the problems that they face on a day-to-day basis, uh, listening and understanding uh, the, the challenges that are at the forefront of the water sector uh, will certainly help us adapt our uh, model and our message uh, to better play a role in providing the solutions that are desired by the market. Great. Well, thanks thanks for that, Pat. We look forward to, to hearing from Luminultra this year in June. Thank you very much, Divya. Great. We'll speak to Wade Miller, a member of our technology assessment group and our expert in water reuse. Wade will be hosting a roundtable around trends in municipal and industrial water reuse at the Blue Tech Forum. Wade, thank you for joining us today. At Blue Tech Forum, I believe you'll be hosting a roundtable on the international trends in municipal and industrial water reuse topic. And I wanted to speak to you a little bit about that today. Firstly, we, we see that industrial water reuse is on the rise around the world because it allows a company to reduce costs by reducing both its energy and water footprint. But I wanted to ask you firstly, is there a way to measure or, or how can the amount of industrial reuse um, taking place around the globe be quantified? very difficult uh, to do because companies generally are secretive as to what they're doing. Uh, they, if they are able to develop a competitive advantage, competitive cost advantage, they want to maintain that competitive advantage and not share it with their uh, competitors. Uh, however, large companies such as uh, Pepsi and, and Coca-Cola have done a, a great job in recent years at, at establishing goals of reducing their energy and water footprints and embracing uh, water reuse, water recycling in their facilities around the world. And so that's one way is just looking at websites of global 500 companies. Uh, another way would be to look at uh, the annual surveys and maybe try to become a part of those uh, that are done by uh, the big accounting firm Deloitte and they interview uh, survey global 500 executives and talk to them about water and how important uh, water and uh, in some cases water recycling is to what they're doing and one of their big concerns is uh, water security and water security in this uh, context means uh, securing enough water to uh, be able to ensure they have uh, an adequate supply to produce their products uh, over the next uh, decade or even in some cases a couple of decades so right um that's that's, that's very interesting. And also just a question that I had was in, in terms of growth and status, um, how do you see the water reuse landscape 
developing or, or what do you think are the strong growth areas? Well, the United States is the acknowledged leader, at least in my opinion, at this point. And uh, it's strong because of uh, the drought in California, the previous drought in Texas, and just a general awareness of uh, the importance of, of water recycling. Um, there are 23, at least 23, uh, new facilities in some phase of planning, design, or construction in California alone. Several also in, and this would be in uh, indirect potable reuse, several in Texas as well, including one direct potable reuse facility. Mm-hmm. And then uh, indirect potable reuse has finally found its way to Florida. There are a couple of uh, facilities being planned, and then one here in my native Virginia, a really large project being planned by Hampton Roads Sanitation District. Um, around the world, it's more of a mixed bag. I've been told by uh, a couple of experts in Europe that some facilities have been in the planning stages, but due to lack of funds, they haven't gone forward. Uh, Singapore is still a very strong market. Anecdotal evidence suggests that water reuse is on the rise in China, uh, as well as the Middle East. But again, there's no quantification of that. Australia, of course, was a very strong water reuse uh, market in the first decade of this century. But then the rains came in 2011, late 2011, and the reservoirs are now full, and there's not a lot of uh, new activity and reuse in Australia. Whoa. It's amazing how what the impact of weather has uh, in, this, um, in this area. But I uh, know that was a fantastic overview. Thanks very much, Wade. It's uh, very useful to hear, hear that. Um, we look forward to continuing the discussion in June. And I'm looking forward to coming to uh, Dublin, Fantastic. Ireland, for the very first time. <laughs> and finally, a few words from our Editor-in-Chief, Rhys Owen, about Blue Tech's upcoming monthly intelligence briefing. So this month we start off by telling everyone about our new focus, which is going to coincide with the new platform launched in May. We're going to focus on a number of key fast-growing market niches. These include biogas upgrading, ballast water treatment, aquaculture recirculation and anaerobic digestion in distilleries, among some others. A second focus is rapidly evolving technology areas and those which are either new or changing rapidly, such as UVC LED, ceramic membranes and granular sludge. And we'll also be watching through our third lens for crises that may be market catalysts, such as scientific research linking contaminants with health or environmental effects, such as PFOAs and other policy drivers. So that's a focus for the rest of the year. In terms of this month's content, we've got reviews of sensor company Ondevere and Japanese microbial encapsulation technology Pegasus, which is uh, from Hitachi. And this is a technology which is going to grow 
in use over the next few years as nitrate removal becomes more of a common um, requirement in drinking water and in wastewater. We also have key takeaways from our inside reports on biosludge and biosolids and sludge management, sorry, and also a horizon scan where we cross compare the different companies offering capacitive deionization, which is an electrically driven desalination technology which uh, in certain applications seems to have the potential to take market share away from RO and EDI so that's an area we're going to be watching very closely and finally we have a overview of another rapidly evolving technology area the production of bioplastics from wastewater specifically uh, methane using mesogenic bacteria to produce analogs of, uh, of standard plastics for packaging so very much back this month. Absolutely, Reese. Yeah, it looks like we're, uh, of course, with the launch of uh, the new platform, we're readjusting existing content. And of course, as always, we're going to be adding new content on the platform. And a lot of what you described there will ties in very closely with themes like circular economy and the fourth industrial revolution. Um, so we might see a lot of those uh, represented at the forum this year. That's right, that's right. Uh, many of the companies we're covering this month will be at the forum, um, and the circular economy is certainly one of our main focuses, uh, hence the bioplastics um, uh, focus this month. Absolutely. Great, well, thanks so much, Reese. We look forward to reading the MIB. Thank you. No problem at all. Thank you.